Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Gets more complicated by the week, Rob. You know what would make our podcasting much easier? If we had designated computers to stay here. Right, so we wouldn't have to reset it up every time every we came time. back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we can get on our uh, our corporate overlords on that. <laughs> yeah. Have them have our sponsors send us out some stuff. Right. Well, once we we need to get a lot more uh, viewers and listeners before yeah. we actually start making a profit on the show, where we can afford to do that type of thing. So looking tell at your you. friends, looking at you out there, tell your friends, tell Bantham your friends Oak out podcast. there, Bantham That's Oak right. Podcast. But yeah, we're back again yes, for another episode. We're back. Uh, Avengers Hockey says this better be a good show. I'm sitting in a parking lot at hockey practice. Yes. Oh boy. Well, uh, that's a lot of pressure to put on us. It man. is a lot uh, of pressure. You've been on this show, so you know the kind of content we churn out. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our best here. It'll be it'll be good content for us. Yes. Yes. So, this and that's really what matters. That's right? all that matters. Um, yes. Now it's it's been such a crazy day that I actually even forgot to bring Bantha milk with me. You did. So um, it's okay <laughs> because I I ran out. He saved the day because. Um, First off, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Powerball's up to like 19 it's quintillion dollars. Dude, I literally, I've been meaning to, to buy one. I never do, but I'm like, man, I could really use that much money. So we don't normally, but we've been like the past six um, drawings. drawings. Yeah. yeah. So When's that, tonight? Tonight is oh, another boy. one. I so depending on when we get done here, you might be able to get one on the way home. Yeah, true. Um, or else maybe you'll win and we'll we'll have a brand new Bantha Milk We will. Oh my gosh. We could have state of the art. State of the art. I build a whole <laughs> we'll be in, in New York City. We can we can spend, you know, thousands of dollars a month on advertising yep, by a sure billboard could. in Times Square. We will, we'll have a billboard right next to Caesar's uh Caesar's betting billboard, I which like is it. on every other one. Then there'll be Bantha Milk. Oh, right that's in right, with uh who, who, the Caesars. It's the Caesar Sportsbook app, right? Yeah. With uh I, you know, I've always wanted to hear that commercial in a different state. Okay. Because I'm sure that, because I know there's that one where it's like, uh, I made Caesar Sportsbook app for you. And then it cuts away from him. And people it, of New Jersey. People of New Jersey. <laughs> Home of the Turnpike. <laughs> uh, and they said, what's the other one? They said, people, they love their gardens. In, the, in yes. New I'm like, what did you do? Google our, our state name our state and motto? just go with yeah, that? And just like, go with it. They're like, let's see. What can we make them say? Gardens, sure. Something with gardens. Go. Yeah, we have lots of gardens we here. Have, let yes. me tell you. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, so... Uh, aside so, yeah, from so, that. so I had to run out to get my lottery ticket, and then when I ran out, I was like, "Ooh, let me get some new cold bantha milk because I was also running out of bantha milk." So this was um, one that fit my fancy by the name of it, um, fit his fancy, and also by the price. Some six packs of craft beer, just for a six pack or even a four pack, like there were thirty dollars. 30? $30. $30. Wow. This see, was see, like, 13 a, for a six-pack. See, when I see a 13, for a six-pack, I go, wow, that's that's kind of pricey. Yeah. Six-pack. Yeah, I was know? like, okay, that's my limit. But yeah, uh, right. yeah, some yeah, of them are got, like 30. What is this? What so this is Kate May Brewing Don't in it. beautiful New Jersey. Yes, Kate indeed. May, New Jersey. Oh, you know what was funny? Uh, on their Instagram, because I like their Instagram, because I want us to take a picture and then promote them as well for all of our listeners. Let's do it. But um, 
it's I want I want to read to you their description. New Jersey's largest craft brewery located in America's oldest seaside resort, Cape May. So they're not descriptors. Yeah, they're not the largest craft brewery, but they're the largest craft brewery that in is Cape also May. located yeah, in Cape May. I was I like, like wow, you got yourselves a very good niche. We Listen, are we are the largest uh Star Wars podcast in Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill. Yes. <laughs> and that is a fact, my that friend. That is a fact. Oh, boy. So we that do have Cape uh, May Brewing Company right. Mop Water. This is Mop Water. Oh, is. It right. is five spiced ale. I have no idea. I just saw Mop Water. What spices? I don't know. A warm spices in German okay. All right. Can we, can we synchronize this? Yes, let's synchronize Ready? the opening. Fingernail. Yeah, this, this was like way down. Ready? One, two, three. There oh, we go. Double nice. pop. Nice. Very nice. Right. And oh, okay, take a sip. But then I have another gift for you as well. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, that's not bad at all. I like the spices. There's some good spices. Yeah, it's nice for so, a full night. You know me. I'm a doer. I know. I'm a Rob, crafter. I like to. I like to craft stuff and do stuff. It's true. So I did this for us. Uh oh. Uh oh. Rob's full of surprises. Oh goodness gracious! Look at this Bantha Milk podcast mug. Wow. When are, it, if you don't like a beer mug that way, I also wow. have these beer mugs. Look at this. Swag. We need a... So we have some swag We need here. a gift shop, I think. I know, right? These were these were very, very... So it was interesting. There's, there's this, you know, Michael's Craft Store. They have this um, engraving gel type thing. So I put a little sticker on it. Oh, so you it. literally... You bought like a kit to do this. So I bought... Uh, from the glasses are from a very expensive place called the Dollar Store. I just put a whole bunch of head on. Yeah, I'm wondering. I was watching you. Yeah, I'm. Go very ahead and show the head. Show, show what am, kind of head you got I over here. I am very disappointed and with myself. Look at, look at this. I'm Nick, not even a beer drinker. Nick poured it right. I just gave myself a little. <laughs> I listen. Tilt. I listen. All of a sudden, I hear it like you're pouring milk. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't tilt it enough and poured it way too fast. Listen, it's so. been a long week, and we've only had school twice this week yes. already, so I, I don't blame you. But so, yes. in our nice Bantha Ugh, milk With all mugs. this head on it, yes. Cheers, Cheers my, my friend. friend. Yes. All right, so um, we encourage you at home to grab yourself a glass of Bantha milk. Yes. Um, it was, and, and we're back once again talking uh, Book of Boba Fett Book of today, Boba Fett. Chapter right? 2 came out today. Chapter 2. It was uh, two, The Tribes two, of Tatooine. The Tribes right? of Tatooine. Um, Tatooine. And this was one that actually Rob and I got to watch together. Yeah, we watched it together. For the first time in a very long time. Yeah. Because uh, the last time we did that was for probably Mandalorian Season 2, and that was over a year ago. Yeah. And I don't even know if we did for Season 2, because I know that was around the time when, I don't know, the world seemed a little more like this again. Yeah, back to this again. Right. Um, but so who knows what's coming next, but all we know is we're here in person in Bantha Milk headquarters and we're going to talk book of Boba Fett. We are that we are. We have, uh, I didn't even look at any star Wars news because I just wanted to get right into yeah, it. You know, man. like I wanted to show off my fancy glasses. The glasses are nice. Talk about, so the, I, I, the reason I found the mop water wasn't even because of the five spices, but it just made me laugh because it made me think of how the episode started when she's walking into, uh, I want to keep calling it Jabba's palace because until we know that he put a new sign on the front door that says Boba's Palace. Sure. Yeah, now that you come to think of it, it's not like it has, like, a title. Like, no. It's not, like, a name of the place. It's just Jabba. It's always just been Jabba's it's Palace. It's been Jabba's Palace, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so... Boba's Palace. Boba's Palace. So she comes walking in, uh, she being, um, what's her name? Fennec? Fennec. Yeah, Shand. Fennec. Fennec walks in, so... This, oh, yeah. So she's... Uh, Fennec's walking in with, with the... Uh, 
with the, uh, the bad the guy. prisoner, the bad guy, the assassin, the assassin of the she... Order of the Night Wind. Yes, which I'd never heard of. Is that like a thing they pulled from? A... It's, I, from what I could tell, it's brand new. All right, yeah. cool, cool. Oh, and and it's brand. And this is uh, in the show. They say, you know, oh, um, never heard of them before. And she and the Fennec goes, it's because they're overpriced. You're paying for the name, right? So because that's the way of saying, you know, this is why we haven't heard of them before because they're very. Uh, top notch, and right. nobody has been willing to pay their their fees that we know of in any of the Star Wars universe yet. So this is this is what we know. Sure, it kind of reminds me of the faceless men from uh from Game of Thrones. It okay, has that yeah. sort of a vibe. Yeah, uh, I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but not really, right? So the the big thing with this assassin is that like. You know, the the weird... Uh, first of all, the droid's name is 8D8. 8D8, uh, yes. Rob and I always watch with the captions on. Mm-hmm. Uh, helps helps to catch stuff. But 8D8 is their little droid in Jabba's palace. And I, I dig him. I think... He was the droid who was torturing the other droids when Jabba was in charge. Is that the same one? That's the same one, All yeah. right. I didn't if, I didn't know yeah. if they were going for that or not. All yeah, right. That's, Interesting. Uh, that, uh, that, you know, that's the it word sure on does, the street. I mean, it's it does the, look like him now that I'm thinking that, about that it. That was an 8D8 droid. Okay. So... Whether it's the same one or not, who knows? They're in the same palace. I mean, I think we can assume that if they're using it, the, they're probably leaning into that being the yeah. same one. And also, did you notice that the opening scene when she's walking in was the same shot as R2-D2 and C-3PO yes. walking in? Yep. From, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, They again, leaning into the nostalgia thing that yeah, they, they're going Yeah, there's like for. a couple of shots that is like identical from uh, Return of the Jedi sure. in this episode. And that is kind of cool because a lot of the nostalgia so far for Star Wars has been about the original Star Wars. You know, we get the, the nostalgia for A New Hope. Uh, and a lot of talk about hope and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. like this is, we're getting a lot of Return of the Jedi uh, uh, nostalgia here. Yeah, I know throwback stuff. Yeah, a lot of people that I know, Return of the Jedi was like the one, the, for their the, number the, one yeah, movie, that, that yeah. big one. So, um, but it, you know, when when she's walking in uh, with this Order of the Night Wind, and they they kind of say like, oh, he fears no man, and he's got the the sword <laughs> up against his throat, like, but but it, it's it reminds me of like the loophole from Lord of the Rings where it's like, uh, I cannot be killed by a man. And then she takes off her helmet and she's like, I am no man. And it's like, Oh, you're a woman. That means I can die. Oh, they can kill me. Yeah. Uh, it seems kind of, but like this, this dude who fears no man fears a rancor. Yeah, like, I was why? thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, you fear you're not you're afraid about to of die death. anyway. Yeah, like you not, have a sword to your throat. Yeah, it's not like you know falling down the Scarlet Pit where you're you're alive for a thousand years as you're slowly being ingested. Right. You know, like the rancor is just going to rip you in half. So yeah. you're going to die quickly, whether it's a rancor or it's by a man. So that right. that made me laugh. I fear no man, but I'm deathly afraid of rancors. rancors. I've got rancor phobia. Uh, I'm talking to my therapist about it. We're getting through it. I've got some exercises, uh, uh-huh. you know, but I'm just not there yet. Yes. All right. So I'd really appreciate it if you didn't dunk me in the in the rancor pit. Too right. bad. So sad. Too bad. See ya. Um, and now, did you notice he said e chuta? Ichuta. Ichuta. Yeah, that's one yeah. that they say an awful lot. Uh, we've it's heard that bad before word. for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not nice words. No, yeah. So uh, one of the – when they're on um, – and not Endor. Um, the Empire Strikes Back, C-3PO, they're in Cloud City, and a door opens, and another product, protocol droid walks right. out and says, Ichuta to Right, and he goes, how rude. He goes, how rude. Right. Yeah. So we know that it's a curse. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. And so then, don't and then repeat Boba this. goes yeah. like, oh, I spared your life and you dare curse me. And you dare curse me. Yeah. So he was not happy about that. Yep. 
Um, also, one of the other things that people noticed is that there was a uh, uh, the switch to open up the trap door has been relocated. Okay. Uh, <laughs> apparently, when Bobo or when uh, Jabba was there, he had he punched a, th- a button. Right. I remember. Yeah, he did a little. That's when Luke and the same thing, same shoot that Luke goes right, down. Yeah. Uh, in the cave or in the Rancor pit, when the when the door opens up, same exact window set up. So people, oh, so much sense. Well, if you're gonna send them down to the same Rancor pit, you better Might make it look the same. Well, maybe it's because Jabba was so slovenly that he could not get up, so they had to build him a custom button. Mm-hmm. So they built him a custom button that he could punch and not get up. And 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 then a, somehow somebody said that Bib Fortuna had a different, just a switch right next to his thing. Mm-hmm. And then this one now Boba Fett is inside a Rancor mouth. She pushed a little hidden button inside a Rancor mouth. Like there was a, a Rancor right. statue. She pushed a little button inside of there. It's like in uh, the original Batman series with the head, the bust yes. that you pull uh-huh. back you and you pull press back, the button. That open up the, the, the back cave, the, back cave, the, yeah. this, the uh, fireman's ladder. That's right. That's right. Because right, they had the fireman's ladder. I forgot about that, man. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah. So, Simpler so time. that button has been relocated three times, even though, as we find out, when he... Drops him down into the rancor pit. The door opens up. The guy panics and nothing. No rancor. Yeah, we all knew it. We were all because yeah. that that was the point of that scene. Like for us all to go, did they get a new rancor? Right. What yeah. happened? Isn't the rancor dead? Oh yeah, the rancor's. Oh dead. yeah, the rancor's dead. And yeah. again, that's more that's more nostalgia for us too because we're yeah. like, oh, get it, ha ha. He's and not even there. even like um, who was it that that uh, was it Rebels when they freed the baby rancor? I think you're right. Yeah, and they took the baby Rancor to Jabba's palace, but that took place before the Rancor of Luke oh, Skywalker. That was, that was not Rebels. That's right. That was the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. The last season of Clone Wars. Right. They go and and they had a mission to to f- save this baby Rancor, which then they found out was going to Jabba's palace, which right. whatever they didn't know at the time or, or whatever the deal was. But Mochi or Chochi or something like that. Something so, like that. Yeah. So he was, um, he was, you know, maybe like uh, the father or the mother of the Rancor that Luke killed. Poor guy. But Fennec does say, what does she say in the first episode about a menagerie? Menagerie, yeah. Menagerie so of... We have not seen Jabba's menagerie yet, Mm-mm. right? All we've done is heard about it and we saw that one of them died, right? So... I don't know. I just, you know, sort of like a like a Chekhov's gun sort of thing. I don't think they would mention a menagerie right. if we weren't. If going we're not going to gonna eventually see more, right. more, yeah. And then when you when they open up the empty cave, uh, they open uh, the empty uh, cell where the rancor was. All that's in there is the rat. Yeah, a little rat. A little there rat. was a couple little rats going on yes. throughout this entire uh, episode. Yeah. So the twins, me. they were petting like yeah. Like, using it to get the sweat off their head? Yeah, he was using a rat as a towel. I was so confused. Like, I thought maybe, oh, maybe he's going to eat it, and that's kind of the point of this. But no, he just did this and then just And then just tossed it aside. And at one point, you had to watch it in slow motion, but at one point, he's holding the rat out, and the rat, like, bites his finger. Yes, yes, I noticed that, too. He's, like, holding it. It's, like, trying to get away. Yeah. What an interesting... That There's got to be some sort of imagery, right? obviously, there. Because, like, the huts are, are not known to be you know good people right so the gag is a callback to the rats crawling through Jabba's dungeon in Return of the Jedi which were subsequently identified as tattoo rats 
later in Boba Fett, the male hut is using a tattoo rat to mop his sweaty, slimy brow. So apparently people started naming them tattoo rats after we saw them walking around in the beginning of uh, Return of the Jedi. So more throwbacks to Return of the Jedi. Because apparently even rats in Star Wars just by being on screen, can get their own Wikipedia page. They can. <laughs> they can. And oh, they get boy. a whole new name, kind of like... Uh, Lothcats. Uh, yeah, Lothcats. The, the and... running of the uh, uh, the guy with the ice cream maker. Oh, uh, Roof. Will, Will, uh, Wills. Will, Will Rowe Will Hood. Will Hood. Man, running was... of the hoods. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So it's like, that guy didn't have a name. The rats didn't have a name. They were just like, oh, this is just a dirty place, so let's throw some rats in here. And suddenly, everybody starts naming them Tattoo Rats. Tattoo Rats. Yes. I like it. Uh, but after the uh, the assassin of the Order of the Nightwind uh, cleans his trousers a little bit, yes, uh, he manages to <laughs> let slip that the mayor the mayor sent him, which yeah. you know is still up in the air right now. But right, yeah, um, we meet the mayor. We, we they go meet the they mayor. go to the mayor's pad. They walk through Moss es- it's Moss Espa, right? Moss Espa. They're yep. walking through the streets uh, once again. Uh, th- there's this bureaucratic BS they have to get through that I think is so funny that oh, they I keep love it. doing with. They did it with like Solo when he was like trying to join the the Empire, and they do it here where it's just kind of like, I know this is Star Wars, but there's still red tape you got to get through. You still have it. to get through the red tape. I don't uh, see your name on the list. Yeah, uh, uh, who that guy was great. Yeah. It was almost like um, like impractical jokers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like waiting for them, waiting for for. Then the cutaway to another side of three other guys just laughing. Just three aliens, like no, yeah. no, no, now, no. Now tell him that that uh, <laughs> you know, you need to you need to polish his helmet. <laughs> oh man, ask him where his sister is. Like, ne- go ahead, say something. <laughs> I never knew I needed an intergalactic, uh, impractical jokers mm-hmm. until this very minute. Until uh, this very minute. So oh so they walk up to the crib with with the the this dude on a leash basically. And they're like, hey, man, we have your guy. And the guy's like, right, uh, The uh, mayor's kind of busy. Let me see yeah. what I can um, do. Who and, are you? And then what, what's the mayor's Mojodoma's name? Do we remember? Do we, like, get his name yet? He shows up. He shows up, While Rob tries to look through his notes here. Yeah, trying to find That guy shows up. And he's basically like, hey, guys, I didn't see your... You get here because you're not enormous and fat, and you don't make slaves carry you <laughs> yeah. on a oh, litter. Man. And that's um, and, I love the litter. Everybody, that's the big joke of the season. Well, yeah. Where's your Where's your litter? Where's your litter, bro? Where's your litter, bro? You're not You're not nothing without. Yeah. How without can you a not litter? have a litter? How come you How come you use your own legs and you don't just uh, have somebody carry you around? What's going on? Lazy? Yeah, and it does strike me as a bit odd that in a place like Moss Espa, which is not necessarily known to be the most uh, safe place in the world, sure. Um, armed people can walk right into the mayor's office. Uh, oh yeah, walk past the front and just walk right into his like room. Walk, yeah, and and I love how um, it, <laughs> there's one little desk, and then you just walk right around, and then boom, you're in the mayor's office. Yep, yeah, and but his that, office is very empty. It's very there's empty. not a lot in there. No, uh, I'm still trying to find. Uh, uh, it just says mock. Mox Shazzy's major domo. His real name is David Pasquelli. Okay. But uh, they oh, they just keep calling him his major domo. So they right, like so that we're back word. to that. They like that word. Yes. Um. So yeah. So he just he just bypasses the uh very uh abrupt front desk person. Um. I've met do you remember? Before, sure. <laughs> I know. Like that guy works everywhere. Making copies. Making copies. Making copies over the watercolor. What oh, are you boy. talking about? Yeah. So, and then he goes right into the back. And then I love the, the, uh, 
the mayor's like, yes, and you are? Yeah. He does it Totally too. unfazed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know who I am. Right. Now, yeah, the okay. mayor is in a Thorian. Yes, Ithorians. Um, which we is, did a special on, yes. on, uh, on our, our spotlight, spotlight, our character dance. species spotlight yep. dance. Um, they've been around for a very long time. They sure uh, have. They, they were very famous or very big in the original, uh, you know, extended mm-hmm. universe. We've seen Ithorian Jedi before. Um, yes. They've got that interesting, like, body structure where their mouths, they have two mouths. Two mouths, one on each side. Yeah, and they, like, this one was interesting, though, because I've never seen one. First of all, that had like a instant translator. Translator. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I, when I was doing my research for the uh, spotlight dance, that um, a lot of them did have because they speak Ithorian, right? And um, so then they have these these electronic translators that go around the back of their neck. It was interesting, like you were saying, how I just cut you off. That it was like instant because you hear like, and then the words right away. So I was impressed with that. Yeah, and what's cool about it too is that it, it's not, you know, and obviously it's not a real machine, so that you can do whatever you <laughs> yes. want with it. But what I like what they did with it <clears throat> is that they didn't make it like a Stephen King sort of drone, sort of like somehow this translator translates inflection and tone and stuff. And oh it sound, yeah, you know okay. I mean, it sounds like yeah, a or Stephen Hawking, not Stephen King. Yes, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Hawking. My bad. Different. I'm guy. like, I'm like, oh, what Stephen King movie are you going to be referencing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then I was like, oh, okay. wrong Stephen, wrong Stephen. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's it's like it translates it, and then it's like this smooth talking kind of yeah, almost like it kind of reminded me of the Matrix, like someone from the Matrix, like talking. Maybe it's because Pig and I just had a, a Matrix marathon. Okay, we watched the new one, so we had to watch. The so first you had to three. watch the first. Did you watch the new one? I did watch the new one. So then, um, so I was very confused in the beginning. I guess we should have started this whole episode by saying spoiler alert. Yeah, we usually do that, don't we? So halfway (laughs) halfway through the first part of the season. Hold on. We forgot all the beginning stuff also. Oh, wait. We didn't even do our our social media media stuff. We were so excited to chat. We were so excited. So let's do this. You know, let's just, let's do our social media. Can you want to take like a commercial break and then I can go ahead and chat with us about like all our social media. Yeah, so we're going to do everything back to back. We're going to Nick's going to talk social media. I'm going to tell you about all the other shows on our podcast and we're going to jump into a commercial break and then we'll be right back. Hey, if you're interested in more Star Wars info, want to chat, or even want to send us some Star Wars drink recipes, please be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast, Twitter at Bantha Milk. You can email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com or even check out our website, BanthaMilkPodcast.com. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast over at the Ears Up Network. Our friends over, up, over at Ears Up help us a whole lot, so give them and their many shows a listen. Their shows include Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, The Supreme Resort, and Scraping the Vault. Also be sure to check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash ears with a Z up. For as little as $2 a month, you can help support our show. Any donations sent their way directly help us here at Bantha Milk Podcast and comes with great perks. So please check them out today. And make sure you check out our Facebook group. Yes. As well, right? Sacred Jedi Text, Facebook.com slash Sacred Jedi Texts. Um, Let's go to a commercial, and then we'll be right back. We'll talk about the rest of uh, Matrix, and then back to Book, Book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. What a what a message. I definitely think I'm going to get that. I'm going to buy that product. I'm buying that product. I might buy a couple of that particular product for my friends and family. Yes. Um, I would recommend you all buy that particular product. I uh, agree. It's great for right after the holidays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a lot of different things with it or yep. or or to it, yep. or, or about, about it, it, around it, or wear it, or yeah. something, or so whatever. So buy that or product to today. Yes. If you have any questions about that product, ask someone else. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we, right. we were mentioning so, the Matrix, so what did you think of the new Matrix? So, spoiler, the new Matrix... Um, if you haven't watched the new Matrix, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna be dropping too much knowledge on the no. plot here, but just some general. Yeah, you know, I, the beginning was was a little weird to me because I was like, "Wait, what did I forget from mm-hmm. watching one, two, and three? I remember right. like two and three were drastically different than one. Yes. So then I'm watching the beginning of the new one, and I'm like, "Did did I miss something? Do I have to go back?" But then it it explained itself right. later, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, it was good. It was okay. I know a lot of people were like. It was bad. Um, it's funny because they released it on HBO Max, Go, H- Max HBO right. Max, and in the theaters. Right. And uh, my son was telling me that Sing Two made more money in the theaters than the Matrix did. That doesn't shock me. Which doesn't shock me. Because, well, I mean, a they they wound up splitting how much they were going to make by putting it in, right, on, HBO in Go. on HBO Go, Max, whatever match. Yeah, and I, like so, I watched it opening weekend on HBO Max, and I was like, you know, my. Lucky for me, my son works at a movie theater, so he, you know he can, I got the hookup. Oh yeah. Um, so I was like, well, if I like it, I'll go watch it. You didn't go watch. it. I didn't go watch That's it. Fair. I didn't go to the movie That's theater. That's fair. What yeah. did you think? No, I get that. It, it was good. Uh, you know, it was it was interesting. It was a little self congratulatory. I mean, it was very self referential. The whole yeah. like Warner Brothers thing and like, oh, we need you to make it uh, make our sequel. It was like uh, they were. I get it. You're you're making a joke about yourself. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. At the end, when it was done, I just kind of looked back and I went, "Do we really need that?" Yeah, like that. That like, happened. Like, <laughs> like there were three Matrix movies. It was a trilogy. It had a very clear end. Right. Now we've just got this extra one tacked on. Yes. And it's like, all right. So what? Are we are we back to the Matrix? Is this? Or yeah. Have, yeah. Are, are are we back in it again? Are, are we? Are we just honestly, starting all over again? Anyway, because I don't think they really explained. Like why the Matrix was still around all that well? Because like I, for my thought, I guess I was like, well, didn't they stop the Matrix? Like, right. I thought, I thought they like won and destroyed it or whatever at the end of the third one. But yeah. once again, maybe because it was twenty five years later, everybody forgot what actually happened in the Matrix. Maybe. So I maybe. don't know. All right. So there's a couple comments. Yeah. So um, Avengers Hockey says the translator didn't feel right. Okay. He says it didn't feel right to him. Maybe because there was so much, like of the. Uh, um, what species is Ithorian. he? Ithorian, Ithorian noise going on at the same time. Right. So it almost felt like I could see how it would almost feel like like you're hearing background noise on top of the right basic 
Um, so I can see how maybe that doesn't work. And then he, uh, this is, uh, he did, I didn't like what he said here about the, um, he liked the yellow Star Wars subtitles better. So I don't know how much you noticed when we watched it together, because since we had the regular, the full subtitles on. Right. When they went to the huts were speaking, they had it written in, in yellow, in yellow right. just like they did in throwback to Return of the Jedi. So right. they had the, they had the throwback subtitles on. But then for all the rest of it, we were watching it in regular subtitles. So it was a little if you if you were paying attention that much to the subtitles, you would have noticed. I did or not. or if you didn't have the regular subtitles on, you would have noticed the yellow subtitles a lot better. Right. Let's yeah. put it that way. I didn't even notice that. But yeah. Andrew, but now that you're mentioning, I do I am remembering when the huts spoke and I'm remembering that yellow text. Yeah. So there was the yellow and the same font that they had in the original right. subtitles and stuff. So that was cool. There was a whole bunch of throwbacks. Yes. A whole bunch of throwbacks to Return that's, of the Jedi. That's the big thing, right? With, yeah. with Mando, with Book of Boba Fett, there's been a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, so you know, so that's that's what's going on there. So, so yeah. They so they have their little meeting with the mayor. They have their meeting with they the say, mayor. Mr. Mayor. We <laughs> Mr. think Mr. Mayor. <laughs> we think that we ha- might have a slight problem. Yeah. Um, you sent bad guys to kill us. Yeah, and he's like, uh, let's kill that guy. And yeah. they kill him. Yeah. Very quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. So that that way the guy couldn't talk anymore and yep. spill any more beans, and then he could deny everything. Deny, deny, deny. He also mentioned that they're not allowed to operate outside of hut space. Right. Which I guess because now Jabba doesn't run the place, it makes it not hut space anymore. Right, it's no longer hut space. Interesting loophole. Yes, until we get to the second half of the until episode. literally like fifteen seconds later when right when the we huts find out that apparently <laughs> the huts show up and they say that you're still in hut space. Yeah, and they have a whole electronic tablet to prove it. To prove it, yep. Yeah. I, they I, brought their own iPad. Just really funny. Um, <laughs> we're 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 jumping ahead like we always do. We do. Um, but but we didn't <laughs> we didn't jump too far ahead. No, I mean, it's just, well, it's just right next. Yeah. Well, except for when they go to the sanctuary to the, to the uh, Garza's sanctuary. Garza's that sanctuary. What it is? Because By the, the mayor way, tells them to. Yes. It wasn't me. You should check the people who are working for you. Yeah. They are the ones that actually want to kill you, not me. No. I'm a good guy. So much so, I'm going to give you. This money here's your, here's your for tip, bringing money. in this bad guy. I'm not a bounty hunter. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> like literally, uh, that's what you are. That's you what you are. Been. That's how you're known as a bounty hunter. Yeah. You're still a bounty hunter. So they go to Garza's uh, Flips place, and did you realize that that's Jennifer Beals who was Flashdance? No. Yes, I did not that's Flashdance. That. All right. So I know you're a little young to know what Flashdance was. Okay. I'm sure you know what the yes. movie was. But uh, yeah, so she's she was the girl on Flashdance. So good for her. Um, still doing work. Still good doing work. Her. Still work. Yeah. So, and then there's a couple other species, more throwback species. The little uh, rat face guy that we saw in the first uh, A New Hope when right. Luke Skywalker first goes into the bar. The rat face guy is in there. We see the the droid once again from Disney. Disney's got to throw their droid in there from uh, from Star Wars and Star Tours and right. now and whatever. So. Uh, R- DJ RX is all in there. And then we go to the part that we were just about to talk about, the huts. Yeah, right? So they, they basically say that the uh, the girl at the at Garza's says, the twins have laid claim to Jabba's palace. And I yep. guess... Now, the twins, I think the twins are not new. That's No. Those are, those are characters that have been around. Yes. Um, and it is cool because in live action, we've only ever seen one hut. 
We've only seen Java. Um, so it but is there's cool. a whole consortium of huts. It's a whole thing, right? It's and a they, whole thing. And they even mention the word families mm-hmm. today. So like they're leaning heavily into crime families yes. and like it's not just syndicates, it's families. Yes. So like the huts, it was their brother Jabba was their brother. Um and it's these two. I didn't catch their names. Uh, Did you manage to catch their names? These these new new Nikos, huts? Uh, let's see. Nikos are a strong repetition of the book the poor, oh, they're the slaves. Um, oh, Gareth, Boba Huts will be preceded with two debauchery Huts. Uh, the twins. The twins. Um, no, I don't know. Okay. It's well, either in, way, in the twins show up. I wrote down, but the twins. They're carried by a whole bunch of people on their litter, and the, it's literally bowing in the middle. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and they're like, hey, bro, um, Thanks for keeping the seat warm for us. Yeah. Uh, but you can leave now. You can leave now. We're we're in charge here. So I was actually uh, working on a new um, spotlight dance about huts. So I did do some research on huts leading up before this even started. Okay. Um, so like you said, there is a whole crime family. Uh, and what wound up happening was Jabba wound up being the most powerful of all of the huts. Um, there are other huts throughout the galaxy that are in charge of their little regime, their little areas and stuff like right. that. But Jabba is like the godfather. I've uh, you off all you can order your fuel. See, that's like the godfather. And, and that that's interesting, too, because they literally, when, when they left, Fennec was like, they're huts. If you want to kill them, you'll have to ask for permission. Yeah. Which is just, you know, like you think about Goodfellas. It's like you just a good fellow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you killed a made man. You can't do that. You can't kill a made man. So yeah, you're not going to so. be able to kill these huts because they're they're a made man. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So they're. And they have an evil Wookiee. They have an evil Wookiee. Which we've never seen an evil Wookiee before mm-hmm. on live action. Uh, no, but he's, he's from the comics. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a pretty clearly a a uh, like I don't know. I watched that and I went. I don't know what Wookie that is, but this isn't some random Wookie because they clearly said, you know, I'm not some sleeping Trandoshan guard. So like, this is a Wookie that has like a reputation. Yes. Uh, and has done stuff. Yes. So did you catch his name? Yes, I did. Uh, I I just I'm sorry. I was trying to find the names of the twins when you were talking about the people carrying carrying right, them. and you were you were getting all the. I was yeah. So it just made me laugh when we watched it. I was like. Yeah, they can't hold up those two. There was like eight people holding up that giant metal barge yep. with, you know, like you said, it was bowing in the middle. You saw all them like straining, but even still, there, there's thousands and thousands of pounds between the two oh, of them. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. And then the metal on top of it. No way. So, oh, and then did you see the little Jabba's um, feeding little glass jar for his snacks? Yes. The, like, they had that on there that as well. That same exact thing. Like yeah, the, the little... same exact thing. Tank. Yeah, the little tank. So, yeah. So, this, the the Wookiee, his name is Black Kirstans. K-R-R-S-A-N-T-A-N. Kirstans. And he was a uh, uh, a Wookiee that um, Bounty Hunter asked, uh, uh, long to intimidate Boba Fett. And he's no newcomer to the Star Wars franchise. The Wookiee in question is Black Kirsten, who appeared frequently throughout the Darth Vader and Dr. Alpha comic books, and whose reputation more than matches his fearsome aura. Um, oh, that was me. My bad. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, so the um, Dr. Afra comics are, are a newer uh, line of comics. Uh, it kind of follows this almost archaeologist uh, who Darth Vader becomes buddies with. Not really okay. buddies, but they like they Uses travel around him. with each yeah. other and they they like do missions together and stuff. So um, yeah, so that's that's tying in some of the current gen like 
TV stuff with some of the other forms of media yeah. that's coming out, which is is always excellent. I'm yeah, always in, he uh, he apparently um, was very bad. Got kicked out, kicked off of the Wookiee planet, or instead of when they were coming to uh, enslave the Wookies. He instead said that he would, instead of being enslaved, he would become a gladiator, which is what uh, Boba Fett made a reference to. He's no gladiator of some sort, whatever. So he earned his freedom by being a gladiator and, uh, kind of, you know, gladiator battles and stuff like that and whatever. And then uh, somehow with that then became a bounty hunter and um, earned his freedom from slavery, from uh, Wookiee slavery by becoming a bounty hunter and, and, a, and a very well-known gladiator as well. And in some of the books and some of the comic books, he and Boba Fett actually did missions together. Right. So they, they are no yeah, strangers, no strangers to, to each another, other. Right. Yeah. So it was interesting. That's why uh, Boba Fett said a couple of things to him that he knew. He's like, yo, you know, I know you. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, so that was that was uh, that little guy there. So I'm sure we're going to see more of him because. Yeah, I would say so. And I mean, also, since he is another bounty hunter, maybe we'll see him in other of our storylines. Other. Uh, That's true. Other shows that are coming out soon. And he did work for Java, so maybe at the end of this, he'll wind up working for Boba. Yeah, he could. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, so yeah, so we got that. But that was the really the end of our current storyline, right? Like that that kind of ended there. They're like halfway point. They said, "All right, now let's go travel back in time." Back in time. So Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, um, they pulled out the DeLorean. Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, they gunned it to eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Uh, and now they're they and Doc Brown are chilling uh, and getting ready for the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. That's what they're doing. Um, and uh, Marty is he, uh, Boba Fett is avoiding his mom because his mom keeps trying to make out. Trying with to him. hit on him. That's He's, she's hitting up. on him, and yeah. you know, it's kind of. I wonder who Boba Fett's mom is. I don't know. I guess one of the Genosians. Must who, be who engineered him. Uh, yeah, got to be an engineer Genosian. Right. Yeah, because it would <laughs> actually be who is Jango Fett's mom. Because right. since he's a clone of Jango Fett, he would be Boba yeah. Fett's mom. Would be Jango Fett's mom, which would also then be his grandma. Also, it's really confusing, cloning man. is very confusing. Yeah, it's very weird. Cloning, cloning. is a complicated profession. <laughs> I will tell you that. Um, so, so yeah, then, we, we travel back in time, back so to sand he, people time. He just goes into the back to tank just because it's nighttime, I guess. Like there wasn't a reason <coughs> for it this time. I'm I'm guessing because again, after that first fight, they dump him in that in that uh, back to tank. After he really didn't take that much of a beating. Mm-mm. So my guess is something's wrong with him. Yeah, like he, either from the sarlacc or else something we haven't seen yet. Right, where he needs to nightly be put in that back because obviously it. Ha- I don't think it's happened yet because he's living in Tatooine and he doesn't need that then. So my guess is something happens to him between. I bet we'll see it maybe at the end of this season, uh, or else at some point uh, where we'll know. Oh, that's why he has to do this back to thing because he's sick or he's got this yeah. or that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the cloning process. Maybe he's like, you know, maybe right, for yeah. whatever. Because we do keep getting these shots, sh- these shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Sorry, these shots of uh, genos- uh, genosis and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. we'll get some info about like the cloning process and how his was. You know, we know his is like unaltered, but we don't know what that really means. So right. I don't know. We'll see something happen. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, we know whenever he goes in the back to tank, it's time for Boba Fett happy fun times and, and right and, and, and reliving his youth and, and all his good yeah. times there. And it was interesting this time when he when he went back in time, it had like a little blue hue, a blue hue 
to to really make sure you knew that you know this is now the past. Yes, yes, we are not we are not current here. We're not current. In case you couldn't tell by the fact that he's not wearing his armor. Yes, but yeah, we pop back in time and episode one. We learn that he got out of the Sarlacc and he's starting to kind of make friends with the the Tuscans. Uh, episode two, uh, as we were expecting, starts to deepen that relationship, and we see that he's like begun to help them with like just living and he's kind of being accepted as one of them and then like this sand train comes by yeah so this is very uh native american sure yeah theme here very uh tribal very native american very white man coming and cowboys versus cowboys versus indians Yeah. yeah you know and and uh even like uh cowboys living with the indians type of thing sure. um it reminds me of some of the episodes from mandalorian where it was you know him going in and like training the town yeah to... yeah it was a, a very re, uh repetitive to that like yeah. it was like oh we we saw this before with the the last time that yep. we were on tatooine yep um so yeah so now he's being trained in the ways of the tuscans yep so he's living amongst them and he's learning their ways he's learning how they fight um using their gaffy sticks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then the Wild West train, like you said, the Wild West train just comes through. You think that's on a track? There's no track. I didn't see but it track, had to but go it's straight. sand. Yeah, so it's maybe, sand, like, yeah. it's under the sand. But, so, like, like you said, maybe it's under, because, like, it wasn't turning or anything. No, It was just yeah, going straight. Just going straight. Um, so this this train comes through just like, you know, the Wild Wild West. And, and just starts shooting Just starts shooting everybody. That poor Bantha gets gets. Blown away, Blown two, away. like two Banthas. This this episode just got killed. For just no got reason. killed for no reason. Just because like, they were they're big and slow. There's a giant train. You know when it comes. Maybe hide your Bantha when that yeah. happens. Yeah, like you know, they do show later on the whole uh, herd of Banthas uh, just walking through the sand. So obviously, it's like uh, when the buffalo used to roam wild, and you could you could just you know go get another one. But it's a lot of. I'm sure it's got to be a lot of process to try and domesticate them. So. Why not take better care of your bantha? I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't spade know. and neuter your banthas already. Right. Take care of please, them. Please. Please. <laughs> please. Spade and neuter your banthas. Um, so, yeah. So, the train comes through, starts shooting everybody up, uh, killing people left and right. It was interesting. Um, you know, you've always just thought of the the uh, Tuscan Raiders as the bad guys. Sure. Now you're actually now they're humanizing them. Now you're actually seeing them as as an actual species and an actual way of life and whatever. And you're like, oh, they're not necessarily the bad guys. They're just doing things differently than what we do. You and, know? Yeah. And that they've been doing that since Mando. Since yeah. the Mandalorian, they've been trying to like like instill in us this reverence for the Sand People as yeah. You know, uh, like natives to the land as opposed to like these. Uh, savages that we were kind of told they were that's in what the they 70s. Were, yeah, and that's, the, yeah. I think that's kind of a, a broader representation of how we view things yeah. in general. In anyway. general now, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they it's, it's really cool how they they did the Sand People civilization and the Sand People training. Yeah. Because um, they show you throughout this episode that like, we see them as as barbaric, but like they're the same as a lot of other things we've seen so far. Like the end scene with the gaffy stick. Yep. How is that any different than a Jedi making their lightsaber? Exactly. Yeah, making your own lightsaber. Yeah. You, you know, you you have to earn your 
uh, your piece your of piece of, of acid of, branch, yeah. your trip trip your balls trippy, your <laughs> off, and then and then go find the the random acid tree, that one from tree the that's in the desert somewhere. Any, and go, but we'll get to that. Yes, we'll get to that. <laughs> but before that, we have the train scene, and people die, and sand people die, and banthas die, and Boba's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this." Yeah. Did you see when <laughs> one more thing was buried under the sand, and then uh, the 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 wart the the little bug the animal that was like buried under the sand when they were digging things out and started to run away and yes they and were the like, dog they chased it right they chased it the dogs i love the uh moffats they're they're making them like the cutest dogs ever with Is giant massive? fang massive yeah massive, massive. yeah they're like, oh, he's such a cute puppy, but then he's got these giant fangs and whatever. Yeah, and they literally, they're laying down, and they're so cute, and when they start to growl, you know, and I have a big dog. Yeah. But, like, that growl, the tongue is all uh-huh. forked and starts, and it's like, wow, that's scary. Yeah. Like, you're, you're cute, like, oh. I want to pet you, and I'm terrified. And I'm terrified, yeah, you're, you're terrifying, but I still want to go pet you, because when you're sleeping, you're the cutest little thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, until they break your I'd be friends with off. a Massive. I think you would be too, Rob. I think I, you yes. would have Foster Massive. We would have Foster Massive. <laughs> Sherry would, would be like, oh, but look. But look. Look at it, it's so look cute. Him. He was he was locked in a cage. We got to take care of him. Okay, here and we go. Your massives would, yeah. would have to, you know, it's a yeah. whole thing. And they wouldn't get along with my two dogs yeah, and my right. yeah, whatever. So it's a whole thing. But anyway, yes. So, so Boba they, says, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go save the day." And uh, I was. Yes. It's early oh. in this in the uh, season. It's early in everything. Um. So I don't want to like judge things, but it almost feels to me, and I'm. I, I, it, so I, I want to make sure they don't whitewash Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett's not a good guy. You know what right. I mean? Like, Correct. And I, like, they're... Uh-oh. Sorry. Oh, that's nice. Um, I'm they're, trying to get something ready for you. They're because... treading a very fine line between, like, making him too much of a good guy. Yes. Um, now, they, they are, like, going with the, you know, you I'm I'm the daimyo and you owe me money and I should right. kill you and stuff. So, But I haven't really seen Boba Fett be a criminal yet. I've seen him demand money so, and defend himself, but I don't want him to be a good guy. Like, I want I like that they're going the honor route and how he's, like, right. you know, he's he's he's, he's growing. Yeah. He's, he's a new Boba Fett. Right. But he's, he, has he seen... He's seen how uh, the sand people have been treated. He's seen that the sand people are, are actual uh, real people, not just this evil whatever. Right. Um, he knows how uh, the Fet, Bo- or not the Fet, um, Jabba the Hutt ruled things horribly. He sees how it, it relayed on. It fell down on everything else. Right. And so he wants to be a good ruler. But I, I have a feeling we're still going to see a lot of bad Boba Fett in here. Right. Um, but I also think that maybe this is an evolution of Boba Fett. Um, like I said, I don't want to be a good guy. Right. I don't want to be a good guy at all. But if he can be a slightly kinder and gentler Boba Fett to those that deserve to be treated kinder right. and gentler. But then if you cross him, he kills you. I I'm okay that, with that. That that makes sense to me as for his character. For his character. But for his, yeah. As a character for all these however many years we've known him, if he like take makes this one eighty and is just like I'm a good guy yeah. now. Hooray. It's just Yeah, not I think work I think at him. the end of the season the flashbacks are going to get to the point where we see why he's a kinder, sure. gentler one now. Right. But right now we're just seeing that he's a little bit nicer. But 
Like we see when he goes and says, I'm going to take care of things for you. He does. He goes off, and he's not a kindler, gentler yeah, Boba he, Fett. It's not like he goes into that bar uh, you know and what he's like, guys, was? you should stop. What yeah. was that bar? I'll, I'll let you know. Wait, hold on. He's been getting ready for I this. I was getting ready for this. This is a big moment here. Take these two over to the garage, will you? I want them cleaned up for dinner. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. You can waste time with your friends when you're chosen. Was it Tashi Station? It was Tashi Station. Wow. That was a throwback to Tashi Station. Apparently in the 70, 1977 uh, A New Hope, there was a cut scene where uh, Luke actually goes to Tashi Station. Right. And more spoiler alert, uh, fast forwarding a little bit inside of Tashi Station, those two people that were in there, right? Luke spoke to them in 1977. Their whole scene got cut. So it was an homage to those two actors and to those two characters. Um, so those people were in Tashi Station 40 years ago. Wow, they and, look great. Yeah, they look great now, don't they? <laughs> so, yeah. So going back to Boba being a, bad, a BA, he walks in the Tashi Station and sees these thugs in here and doesn't ask questions, doesn't even, um, doesn't even say, hey, Stop. Stop it. Cut it out. Cut it out. Just goes right at him. Just goes right at him. Just and, starts uh, beating the crap out of him. And uh, as opposed to the last Boba Fett fight we saw where he was without his armor, clearly he's been he's been working with yeah. the sand people and yeah. he, he he dealt some damage. He dealt some damage. I remember there's one part where he just grabs the guy by the throat uh-huh. and he has this like evil the look. Evil his, look on his face, yeah. And then he throws him through the glass. Uh-huh. Like, all right, all right, Boba. I see you. Yep. So he goes and he breaks up Tashi Station. Come on, man. Yep. And so, oh. and then, and then the greatest thing is when he's done with the fight, he like just grabs a, a glass and just like <laughs> just drinks it, <laughs> and then just leaves. Uh, and then he leaves. just walks out and yeah. he ties some rope to these sand speeders <laughs> and just drags them across. Just drags the desert. them. <laughs> what a what a great uh, efficient way to tow a vehicle. He was like just some rope. I'm just gonna grab this this worn out rope and just tow some speeders. I was hoping by the time he got there, they were just like dragging. They behind were him. upside down <laughs> and just flop, flopping around and stuff. Now it looked to me he was flying one, and it looked like he was dragging two other ones. Right. But later on in there another scene, there were several suddenly. Yeah. There was at least four or five of them later on. So, yep. But you couldn't see the train of speeders behind him. It looked like he was only dragging two of them. Um, and then they decided, oh, let's be like the Jawas and yeah. destroy these things that he got us. It, it is, you know, I don't think Tamura Morrison is the greatest actor in the world. <laughs> uh, occasionally when he's acting, I'm like, well, this isn't, I mean, he's, they chose Tamira Morrison for this role because he was Django Fett. He was Django Fett. And um, he did all the voices of all the clones. Right. So, which and he does a good job, but I don't think he's a great actor. You know, what right? I mean? Like, yeah, he's not winning any Oscars. So occasionally, like he'll he'll deliver a line, and you're just kind of like, oh, that wasn't super believable. <laughs> but you know, he's Boba Fett. He's Boba Fett. Um, and it, you know, you don't need necessarily the the most ridiculous acting chops to play a you know a, a, a bounty hunter. Bounty yeah, hunter. Mandalorian bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either way, they, they steal these things and they go into a 1980s training montage. <laughs> uh, I need a hero. And, uh, just see Rocky with some, yes, uh, dun, giant dun, logs dun, over his shoulders dun, 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 in, dun, 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 in, in Alaska or not Alaska in, in, uh, in Siberia. Yep. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And, uh, I liked, um, Jumping, Training, jumping between the jumping two speeders. Jumping between the speeders and find out that it's not as easy as, as Luke Skywalker made it look. No. And, and again, this is all very... Like you had mentioned earlier, Western sort of feeling like 
like that training of of you know how to defend and like jumping between speeders is literally just jumping between horses. Yeah, yeah. Try, you know, is trying to stop a train. Like this is this is very yeah. Going Western. back to you know, typical westerns of uh, you know the hero rolls into town and teaches the town how to fight against the bad guys, and now they're. This case, they're 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 fighting against the train, the evil train that goes through. The train is the bad guys and stuff like that. Yeah, and we get um, a whole action sequence of train, you know, train. The train action. sequence was good. It I was liked cool. it. It yeah. was very cool. I we liked it. We get some pretty satisfying crunches when like some people like fall off the train and get yep. slammed by the train, slammed and roll under Underneath the train, it, yeah. roll under the train. That's gonna leave they a were, mark. They were the Pike Syndicate. Did you? Oh, was that the Pike Syndicate? Them? Yeah. All right. I recognized the masks, and I was like, oh, I know them. Oh, from somewhere. you know what? Yeah, now that you're mentioning, it's a, it's the same people who are on Corellia, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. I didn't and, even think uh, about that. And it's interesting because they, you know, when you when they were in the cartoon version, they had much longer necks and their heads were more were just a little bit larger. Right. And this, you could see that they still had the large heads when they took their mask off, but in the cartoon version, longer necks, bigger heads. Yeah. So it's interesting how they, they said, you know what, we're going to keep it close, but we're not going to go to that full extreme. Well, it's so easy to make, you know, alien species look outlandish and interesting on cartoons. Yeah. But, like, it's the, it was the same thing with Ahsoka, with her, her Leku and her stuff. Her Leku, like, People yeah. were annoyed that it wasn't It wasn't the same big, length. And it's like, yeah. well, she's got to wear this, and she's got to fight in it, all right? It yeah. was a cartoon. It, it was easy. They did it, what yeah. they could to make uh-huh. it work, and it looks great. Just yep. relax, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down that it's six inches shorter. It doesn't yeah. matter because... Well, the Leku on a, on yeah. a 35-year-old... Uh, she should be this much older now. Her Leku should be longer and blah, blah, blah. Shut up. It's a show. It's a I, show. We're per, listen, we're pretty nerdy, and we we know Star Wars fans are persnickety about these things. Yep. But at a certain point, just enjoy. Yes, just enjoy just the show. Enjoy. But anyway, they have their train sequence. They manage to get up on top. They're they're making their way through. The the really like crazy <laughs> sand person hops in and does all the crazy stuff inside. Yeah, the, and just the pulls woman, people yeah. down. I like the one scene where you see the pike guy sticking his head up out of the hatch. Suddenly, he disappears. Then the, the uh, other two the Ithorian them. shows up. She or not the Ithorian. The, the sand person pops her head up. She looks around, and then she sees that there's two more behind him. She's down. She and then suddenly whoop, down. Whoop. down. It's almost vaudevillian. It's almost yeah. like a like a Three Stooges. It was of, like a Three Stooges. Yeah. Um, but they they manage to to kill everyone, and then they realize there's one person left. The droid that's captaining the ship, and that guy was funny, man. That that droid was funny. <laughs> now that I could tell was very. Um, Tim Burton, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, stop motion animation. Yeah, for that sure. one looked really stop motion animation. Yep. Last week, you know, we were saying how some people were saying the six armed, four armed, two legged monster thing looked stop motion animation. Yeah. To uh, us, it- Chris mentioned, and he actually showed me a picture of it later, and I can't believe how close it is. Uh, that it looked like the original Kraken from the original. Um, uh, what's uh, what's the it was with Liam Neeson later on. Mm. Something about the pay, uh, Titans or... Oh, uh, Clash of the Clash Titans. Clash of the Titans, right? Yes. So the original yes. one from like the 60s or something. Yeah. If you look up of an image of the uh, the Kraken, Kraken, Attack of the Titans. Is it called Attack of the Titans? A Clash of the Clash Titans. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Right? So original. Yeah, so if you take a look at... Uh, oh yeah, I can like yeah. this guy uh-huh. right here. Yep. It definitely had this sort of a vibe here. Yes. For those of you yeah, online, his head, his head looks just like it, almost yeah, almost identical. And it's also because 
uh, George Lucas um, was a big fan of Clash of the Titans, and that's what he like. I don't want to say base Star Wars off of, but he it gave him a lot of ideas for creatures and stuff like that in Star Wars. Sure. So another throwback to George Lucas's big fan of that. So I can see how it yeah. would look a lot like that. And so we have this weird little bug-like thing who's pulling all the levers and trying to trying to just blow the engine out to get away. Yeah, just trying to get as fast as he could, get and out of there says, as fast as he can. Abandon ship. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. pieces out. He just pieces out. He's like, all right, see you. Um, so then they finally, they crash it. Oh, I did like... All the people who are on top of the train all fall off, roll underneath or whatever. When Boba Fett falls off, he just he happens to be at the right spot where, where there's the, the wings. one little wing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the one I noticed the same wing. thing. <laughs> there's at least four four times throughout this sh- this episode where in my mind I went, well, there's the plot armor. <laughs> like, Boba's not allowed to die. We know right, that. We and there, and yeah. there it is right and there. there it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so if, if if there's one thing that is stronger than Beskar, it is plot armor. It's plot and, armor, yes. And, and our boy Boba has it in spades. He does. Oh, he boy. totally does. He was, he was safe by a mile because of that one little wing yep. every time. So that was that was uh, made me laugh. And then, yep. you know, he breaks through. The window, even though the little droid opened the window to pop his head out, he had to break the other window to get back in. So uh, looks like, better on screen. Yeah, and then he's like, "Stop it!" And the droid was like, nah. "See ya, I'm out of <laughs> here." Good. And then I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember how does he stop it again? Oh, leverage. he just managed to pull the thing back with by yeah. adding torque to the. Yes. That's right. With so, his gaffy stick. so he puts his gaffy stick in the thing because, of course. You know the gears are too hard to, to break. The brake is is too hard to pull by hand. So uh, you know, right before the train falls off the cliff, they've managed to break it. So he uses his gaffy stick for extra leverage. So you further away you are, the better leverage you can get. There's a little uh, that's science, science right there. for you right, right there. Physics. So he manages to stop it, and then the engine blows up, and then the train crashes into the sand. Yes, which is uh, is because literally the whole time I'm thinking, are they going to show us a big cliff that they're going to drive off of? Because that would be so cliche. <laughs> that would be so cliche. Uh, and they didn't. Thankfully, they did not. But I, I was, was like no literally cliff. the whole time waiting for them. Like they're going to show us a cliff. Yeah, and it's going to be like right before they fall up, but they didn't. Thankfully. They didn't. Um, so the. The train crashes, and apparently there are survivors. There were survivors, and they just huddle them all out, and it's like this this beginning of Boba's like ascendancy to the Godfather yeah. throne. You know, it's like when people start initially kissing his ring. Uh-huh. Like the last scene of the Godfather Part One, where like you know Michael has killed the people, he comes back, and all of a sudden they're all just kind of like paying homage to him as the Godfather. As suddenly. the Godfather now, yeah. this is kind of the vibe I get. Yeah, from he's this scene. he's sitting on uh, the the bale, which it almost like like a like his new seat, his new throne. Right. The Tuscans are behind him because he's the only one that can speak basic. Right. And luckily the Pikes also speak basic. Which is funny because in the closed captioning, it said in English. In English. And I would say it's not English, it's, it's not basic. English, it's basic. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he's talking and, you know, he's like, who's the leader? And then the leader goes, I am. And, you know, he's like, uh, well, our, my battery is very low. It's not plugged all the way in. Oh, no. Out over here. Okay, now it's now we're plugged in. Now we're good. Um, he was like, once again, him being a nice guy. We're gonna let you live. Make sure you know this that we're being nice. We're letting you live. You're going to pay uh, to the Tuscans every time you come through the the Dune Sea. Right. Um, which they they also make reference and when he goes on his on his uh, his peyote peyote trip peyote peyote trip. <laughs> yeah, when he goes on his little trip. 
the Dune Sea apparently years and years ago actually was water before. Right. Yeah. Oceans. It's the oceans. oceans that dried yeah. up. Yeah. That all dried up. So we we find out that the that Tatooine wasn't always just a sand planet. That it was a at one point had water and everything on it. Yeah. Uh, and he does make a, a nice line. He uses a line to them uh, where he tells them to walk. West follow, or east. follow the one yeah, of the suns or whatever. The follow the suns. Walk in single file line. Right. Uh, to hide you know, your numbers. To hide your numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, like why? the Tuscans do that to hide, to hide their your, numbers. But, like, yeah. but why would why would we? You have to walk in single file. You're not hiding your numbers. Who cares? You I know? guess so Boba whatever. just trying to like flex. Yeah, he's you're like, gonna walk in single file. You're gonna walk hey, in, I said single I file. Said, <laughs> get back in line. <laughs> Who's the line leader? Who's the, Stop at we, the end of the hall, please. Do we need a rope? Do you guys all need to hold on to a rope? Um, and then they're like, but we'll, we'll die. And he's like, no, I'll give you all a black melon, which now I learned melon. that they're called black melons. Black melons. Uh, and it does say that uh, the apparently uh, Ben Kenobi once commented that the milk tastes horrible. Um, so apparently the black melon's not the best drink in the world. No. But, you know. When well, what's his name? Um the fake Boba Fett from Mandalorian, he didn't like the taste of it Dude. either. No, not Tim. Oh, uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant's Timothy Oliphant. character. That's yeah. All, uh, yeah. What's his, his name from uh, The Office? Oh, what was his name in The Office? Uh, that's going to annoy me. The, I should he, know this. He went out on one date with Pam and didn't go out again because she was boring. Oh, it's uh, Danny Cordray. Danny Cordray. Danny Cordray, that's yes. right. Uh, anyway, so he, he saves the day, and then the, the sand people think, well, you know, we live in a desert. Right. Might as well waste all of this water. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> like, I don't care how, uh, how excited, how happy, how excited, how, how happy, how naive <laughs> you are to Western ways. You know, you live in a desert. Right. You, you could have unscrewed it without breaking it or even like, I'm sure there's a spigot inside. And I could be wrong, <sighs> but I'm almost positive. I saw one of them trying to catch water in a tambourine. Yes. Like, literally, yes. I'm, I, they, they're all putting, like, things yeah. up to this thing. The, I'm pretty the, sure one of them had a tambourine. The one had the gas tank. It looked like a gas tank that they threw out the window earlier. He's holding that up. I'm sure the lid was still on it. Like, why break the giant water tank? Oh, that, that annoyed yep. me to no end. I'm like, yep. I don't get it. I, I don't care how. And then they're, like, celebrating. They're dancing in the water. Like, you know how hard it is to get water in a desert. Why are you yep. wasting it? Why are you ruining it? Yeah, you, it, you got like two gallons, and you washed five thousand gallons literally, out. Literally, yeah, it was it was wasteful. Yeah, it was um, very wasteful. not the most equal friendly the Tuscans, but because <sighs> of this great uh, service that he did to them, they decided you're one of us now. You're one of us. So they start draping him in Tuscan robes, and that <laughs> robe we see him in is pretty clearly the the robes we see him in. Oh, uh, excuse me, when we're introduced to him in, in uh, the, Mandalorian. the Mandalorian, yes. Um, so it is cool to see that, like, the version of him we see in The Mandalorian is what he's becoming. Yes. Um, <laughs> and and the, then they give him, or is that, have they given him the peyote yet? They, no, give, they, they, they already they, gave him the peyote. They peyote. gave him the peyote first. In, in form of lizard. In form nose. of lizards up your nose, which is a... I think I ate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so there was a scene in one of the Star Treks, the movies where they put this bug in a helmet, the bad guy. It was a uh, search for Khan, um, the the guy who was in... Wrath of Khan? Wrath of Khan, yes. So he puts this giant, like an earwig bug. You sure. know what it is? 
puts a giant earring bug in this helmet and puts the helmet on his captor. And the guy's like, no, no, no. And you see the bug go around his face, and then it goes into it his ear. ear. Right. This reminded me of that. I was like, oh, look, now they're stealing from Star Trek also. See, it reminded me of two things. Number one, it reminded me of the Babel fish from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. I don't know if, you, if you've if you read that, but the Babel no. fish was literally a fish you put in your ear. Okay. Uh, and it lived <laughs> off of your thoughts like it was a parasite. Okay. Um, and by having the Babel fish in your ear, you could understand every language. Oh, very like cool. You know, the Tower of Babel, Babel fish. Anyway, uh, it also reminded me of Animorphs. I don't know if you ever heard of Animorphs when I, I was a kid in the 90s that was okay. a, that was a big kids show okay. and kids book series uh, and the whole the bad guys in in that show were called the Yerks okay. they were this alien species who were actually little worm type things okay. that crawled into your brain and took over your mind oh. and so like their whole thing was they crawl into your brain they take over then they were suddenly they were you okay. and every so often they would have to return to what's called the Yerk pool okay. where they would walk there and they would come out of the ear and drop into the pool to like nourish themselves okay. and jump back in the ear um, so that's what it reminded me of it reminded me a little oh. bit of the Yerks from Animorphs well now that you're talking about shoving things up your nose uh, the one that I can remember is Homer Simpson putting the crayon up his nose yes <laughs> And then becomes a genius, or, Obviously. or was a genius until until yeah. he put the crown up his nose. When they removed the crown from his nose again, he realized how smart he was. Was a genius for the whole episode, but then realized that what uh, he didn't like being that smart. So then at the end of the episode, he shoved the crown back up his nose and to become dumb Homer. Dumb again. Homer. Again. So yeah. So oh, as we're boy. shoving things, so let this be a lesson to you, boys and girls listening out there. Do you not shove anything in your nose. Not unless you want a, a really trippy experience. A really trippy experience. So yeah. it will either make you super dumb if it's a crayon or, or if it's a if lizard. If it's a lizard, you're going to go you're trippy. Gonna time, you're going to have yeah. a good time. You're going to be Burning Man and uh, <laughs> Joshua. Is, I, I saw Joshua Tree. When he sees the tree, I was yes. like, oh, we're a Joshua Tree now? But it, it is interesting, too, because like he went on this trip. He walked through the desert, and he saw this tree. In the ocean. In the ocean. So, like, clearly this was, like, you know, he was back. He was seeing back when there were oceans on Tatooine right. sort or of a thing. Or could, could also go back to his... To uh, Camino. To or Camino. Camino. I keep saying yeah. Genosis. It's Camino. Camino. Um, I thought the same, but, like, it could go back to that, but he finds a tree. Yeah. So, clearly this tree had to have existed, in, even though it right. wrapped even though him in up. S- Psychosis, yeah, it wrapped him up. It was and like then... holding him, and it was in the middle of the ocean. But he managed to grab a branch from it, right? So we know somewhere in Tatooine, there's a tree. There's a tree. I bet we're gonna see that tree at some point. They're That's gonna fly guess. past it, and he's gonna be like, "Dude, That's the tree. I know that tree. I know that tree." Uh, but he drags this giant stump back home, and he's like, "All right, I'm back." And then he sneezes out the the lizard. The lizard again. goes back out his nose, right like, back oh, into the basket. He's I like, thought, oh, "Thank you." I thought that was part of the dream, bro. <laughs> he's like, "Well, you really did it to me. Oh my yeah. gosh!" So then they they layer him in his his cloth, and he looks all sand people like, and they say, "All right, man, it's time it's time to make your your lightsaber. Yeah, let's go pick your kyber crystal. Uh-huh. Let's go, right? Let's go." So they walk into this random part of the desert where this dude's just standing amidst his tools and. Yeah, he's got another tent 20 and miles this, away. This is the part where I thought maybe Tamir Morrison's not the greatest actor because, <laughs> like, he really oversold the I'm learning thing. Yeah. like, there were a couple times where he's, <laughs> he's like, he's doing knife. this, and then he goes, and he looks right like, at him like, am I doing like it right? This? Is this right? Yes, yeah. that's what you're doing. Yeah, and so th- those were the moments where I'm like, all right, this isn't the best acting you could possibly And you do. even said when he when he comes back from the from the tree with the stick, you're like, there's his gaffy stick. Yep. You're like you called it right away. You're yep. like, there it is. Yeah, it, um, it, it was pretty obvious, but I yeah. liked it. You know, because it, it 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 
tied two different traditions together. We have yes. the Jedi who are seen as like these these heroes, these saviors, these really sophisticated people with an, a weapon that's more elegant for a more sophisticated age, right? And then we see these sand people as barbarians and stuff, but like we learn that making these gaffy sticks is almost like a religious... It's the same religious rite of passage, sacred yeah. ritual yeah. to them. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because we also saw, like, in The Mandalorian, we saw them cleaning their, their banthas, like, teeth, teeth and with stuff it. with yeah. it. So we were all like, oh, that's interesting. It's just kind of a tool. But now we learn it's like no, it's, a, it's yeah, like it's a real thing. So so you really must like your bantha if you're, if you're, you, you're going to use your gaffy stick, your gaffy spiritual stick. gaffy stick to clean the bantha's teeth. So, yeah. yeah. But it was it was cool seeing that and like he he became part of the tribe and in the end they did like their their haka sort of a uh -huh, thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, yeah, it's I don't know. Second episode in, I have good feelings. I'm not upset at all. No, we're and it's still at that point where I'm not sure what's coming. Right. And I really like that. And we were we when we looked at it together when we started watching it, we were very impressed to see that it was a supersized episode. Yes, it 52 was fifty-two minutes. Fifty-two minutes. I think it was forty-eight minutes. Yeah, after leading up to but leading up to the credits is about forty-eight minutes. So it was a, it was a nice, and that's what you know. I mean, they said from the start that they're going to make the episodes as long as, as, long they, as they, they are to, supposed to tell the to story. Right, yeah. Right. So I was happy with that. It could have easily been two episodes, and we could have had eight episode season instead of seven episode season. Yeah, but I, I'm glad they didn't stop halfway. They told a full story during yeah. this episode. I didn't feel shortchanged at all, for right. sure. Um, and that brings us to the end of episode two, right? That was Anything the end of happen? episode no, two. No, they, they ended with their little awesome choreographed dance right. fight around the fire. Uh, and we're left to wait for what comes next. My uh, guess is next episode we're going to get a little more... Uh, from the huts, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna learn some more hut politics. So I have a feeling it's, there's gonna be uh, like a three way battle. Okay, huts, him, and the mayor is gonna be. Yeah, we, there's more to the mayor than we've seen. Throwing for sure. more stuff because the mayor is all like, "I'm innocent." Yeah, he's not innocent. He's not for innocent. Sure. There's no. some stuff going on yeah. with that dude. Yeah, um, the huts are gonna be a problem. We're gonna we're gonna definitely run into, I think, the same issue that we were talking about of. Boba being a good guy versus Boba being the crime boss because yeah. Fennec is kind of leaning into him to be a little less less polite, polite and, and more, more crime more bossy. Crime bossy. Yeah. yeah. Um so I yeah. think that, you know, our our worries about that are on purpose. I think mm -hmm. they're 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 like trying to show us that conflict. Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll see. We have a lot of we have a lot to 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 happen still and it's cool too because anything can happen because we're in two different time periods yeah so anyone can show up like in the current time period it's feasible that we see Din Djarin or we see Luke or we see like any of them but in the time period before we don't know has the Empire fallen yet right we because don't know it's, we don't know how long he was in this this Skylac pit we don't know how long he's been hanging with the sand people yeah. so far yet yeah because they don't show like day to night you right. know like that training montage could have taken two months Yep. So you know? for all we know, the empire is still going, and like maybe the battle for it. Well, we might even see like mid season, the consequences of the battle for Endor, or maybe not. Because again, outer rim territories don't see that sort of action like right. the the core worlds. The would. core worlds would. Yeah, I will tell you this: we probably will not see Darth Maul. 
I would say probably not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. pretty darn good. So chance. I'm pretty sure they're not going to see him. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say there's a slim to none chance of that. Um, but either way, we've got a lot more coming at you. And now we we are going to be doing this every week Wednesdays. Every week. You can count on us eight o'clock Eastern. Yeah, we're going to be coming at you with a breakdown. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in this couple weeks? Maybe we'll be here. Maybe we'll be. Yeah, doing it it'll be cool remotely, to see but... to see where where this goes and and what happens with it and whatever. So yeah. I'm excited for it. It was good. It was fun. I liked it. I, I liked this episode more than the first one. Right. It had more a little more development. But again, that first one has to be kind of, in any show, has to be world building and, yeah. and plot setting yeah. and setting the stage. So yeah. We'll get, so, we'll get more payoff for a lot of the things being set up as we go, I think. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing we're going to start Chapter 3. He's going to wake up from the, from the back to the tank. Oh, by the way, did you notice so far in two episodes... He's gotten dressed, and both times he's gotten dressed, somebody has dressed him. Interesting. I didn't notice it, but now you're mentioning it. I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. The, first, he has the robots who dress him, and now in, in episode two, when he first puts on the, uh, the sand, the people, sand garb. people garb, the people are ceremoniously putting it on for him. Interesting. So, yeah, so he has to, he yeah. apparently can't dress himself, or he's too cool to dress himself. I mean, it. If, if if you have the choice between dressing yourself and having someone dress you yeah. and not having to exert any energy, I'd say, you know. I'll... So here's the, the other thing, and, and I, I realize why he didn't get it um, because when we saw him in The Mandalorian, he didn't have it. But you're walking around in a desert on a planet that has two suns. Yes. Now you see his skin yes. is getting burned well, dry. and dry yeah. and and you know looking really really bad sure. combination of being in the scarlet pit and having the acid destroy your sure. skin and then going out into the sun suns yes <laughs> so he finally has more clothes on which you have to assume the reason the sand people are fully clothed is to protect is them, to protect sure. from the sun I thought he was going to get a helmet of some sort also yeah he's got this big bald head mm-hmm. yes <laughs> And they figure, let's just give him a hood. Yeah. Which he promptly takes down. Right. As soon as he steps out into the sun, he's like, all right, that was nice. <laughs> look at me. I look awesome. But this is a little, it's a little oh, hot. It's a little hot. I'm going to put this down. I'm going to let the sun, I'm going to work on my tan here. Yeah. The two suns need to. So it's like, okay, knowing me and my ghostly white skin complexion, that I have, my yeah. complexion here, I walk out in in New Jersey in the summertime, at noon for an hour, I'm red as a lobster. This guy's on the the sands, the desert of Tatooine with two suns. Yeah, and he's still pasty. How does he not have third degree sunburn? Uh, you know, maybe we'll find out. Maybe next episode we'll find out <laughs> that it turns out Boba Fett has a rare skin condition that reflects sunlight. Oh, I don't very know. nice. It's That'd Star nice. Wars. It could be anything. Or, or it's the Force. Uh, maybe it's Bantha Milk. Maybe Bantha Milk maybe. is also a sunscreen. Maybe and they, he's been pouring they, Bantha Milk It's topical. Milk on. Yes. You know, it's just a little bit of this. There you go. Twice a day. Twice a day. It, it keeps away the wrinkles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it you're going to see he's going to start rubbing Bantha Milk on. He's yeah. going to, all the wrinkles are going to disappear. He's going to look like a, like a, you know, a newborn clone all he over will, again. He will. All over again. It'll oh, be boy. awesome. So yeah. So there you go. So if you can find any bantha milk, not blue or green, but from actual banthas. That's right. That's yeah, the stuff you want. That's the stuff that you want. And perfect. And it's perfect. Great sunscreen. Right in the and T-zone. a moisturizer. Yep. Yeah, right here and here. <laughs> you know, just, just right before bed. Make right sure you before, don't leave it on. Don't leave it on. Yeah. 
So anyway, we, we so, are okay. we are done yet another episode. We sure uh, have. I I think we're we're in for some some fun stuff going forward. Uh, you can count on us to be back next week. You can also count on Rob. He's got new stuff coming out because uh, Rob is way more diligent than I am. He might have remembered I mentioned our Bantha Milk reads that I'm planning on. Well, Rob said I'm going to do it anyway, and he's started but without me. So uh, Rob, Rob is uh, is much more responsible than I am. Rob two, has begun reading. Two months ago during our episode, Nick says I'm going to do this next, next week. Next week. So I started reading this book, uh, The Courtship of Princess Leia. Ooh. Um, it is from 1994. So that's an OG. That's, that's, ex- yes. that's EU yes. content right this there. This is EU. Expanded this universe. is what we consider legends now. Yes, indeed. So um, I read the first four chapters so far and did a video and then haven't edited it yet. So tomorrow, Friday, next weekend, this coming weekend, I will edit that and put that up there onto the YouTubes as well. Now, you, I don't think I'm going to do – it was about 15 minutes sure. that I talked about the first four chapters. Sure. Um, I think I'm going to put the YouTube segments up in 15-minute chunks. But maybe once I finish the book, then compile them all together into a podcast episode and just have that going out separately rather than 15-minute little podcast sure. episodes. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, whatever works for you. What do you think? That really is what matters. Yeah, yeah. what, what do, do you guys you think? think? Yeah. Right? So how would you like to hear our, our Bantha Milk Reads content? We're also going to be coming out with some more Bantha Milk Plays content. Uh, maybe not even just some, some Star Wars games. Could be anything, right? Could so, be. So be on yeah. the lookout for that because Rob and I might be uh, – we might be home more often <laughs> coming up soon. I, I really hope not. not too, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but before then, let's not count our chickens before they're hatched. We will absolutely be back at with uh, episode three for the Book of Boba Fett next week. Next week, uh, yep. If you have any questions, you want to send us any comments or any Bantha Milk uh, recipes, or else you have any uh, just comments about the show. Did we get anything wrong? Did we get anything really right? Make sure you check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Send this to your friends. We know that if you like Star Wars, you have friends that like Star Wars. Well, maybe one or two friends that like Star Wars. We know, you know. Yeah, please share it with us. Like, share, let, us share with it with them. them. Let yes. them know. Tell them to share with their friends, and 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 the more, the merrier. And if you, uh, if your friend says he has a gift for you, and it's a little lizard inside of a basket. Be ready for a really crazy trip. Maybe cover up your nose. Cover up your Unless, nose. You know, or, or maybe don't. And Unless just, yeah. just lean you just want to go it. wander into the desert and lean find a tree it, in the desert in the middle of an ocean somehow. Yeah, go for it. Have fun. Sounds like a good weekend to me. Yeah, Rob. sounds like <laughs> uh, Either way, from all of us here at Band the Milk headquarters, we want to make sure you stay safe, stay healthy, and have a delightful one. And, uh, you know, we have spoken. We have spoken.